Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. But I didn't think you drank coffee, Daniel. Mate, you know I drink coffee. I've been drinking coffee for probably a year now because remember when you, we lived in the same street? Yeah. Well, yeah, for like two months you moved. <laughs> and, and so did you. <laughs> but yeah, no, true. yeah, we lived in the same street. How many times did you text me at night time saying coffee, question mark? And I'd come up and you make me coffee. How do you know? Yeah, I forgot that? about that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I'm... about that. How much do you spend on coffee? Do you buy much coffee? No, I don't buy... Well, my rule normally is I don't spend money on coffee. It's I don't spend money on bottled water. That's mine. Yeah. Well, why should you? Yeah, I know. Why should you spend money on things you can get for free? Sounds... Tight well, Nothing's free. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I agree with you. Some, someone's just clever enough to bottle water and then they sell it. Franklin, his name is. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a mountain. <laughs> God, that's, that's terrible. That's shocking. But anyway. Um, well, let's start it straight off the bat. All right. Today's topic... Can you put it into a couple of words, what we're talking about today um, okay. and how, you know, why we're so passionate about it? So the topic of today's discussion is weight loss and body image. And the reason we decided to start with this one was we brainstormed, as we mentioned on last week's podcast, we have a lot of topics upcoming, but we thought... We've got lots of stuff we want to talk about. Yeah. So what's, where do we start? What's the best one? And we thought, let's start with something that's really, really personal. I think we both have experiences in, we've actually lived it, we've been through it, we've seen both sides and we can actually talk from our own experiences. We're not experts, but we've actually both made changes and well, we can ho- hopefully inspire somebody. Yeah, well, we've both, I think from anyone, you only listen to someone who's actually experienced it themselves. Exactly. So why would I, why would I go to a homeless man for help on how to save money? Exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google a course that's going to, not that I, we're not experts on this at all, but I think by having experienced it, um, for an everyday person that might be listening to this, like um, if I can help them, um, and it, it, it's probably this 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 chat isn't even going to be about tips and tricks to help as such. Exactly. It's going to be more talking about the struggles that we you know, that we were faced with or, or what we kind of had to go through um, and sharing that struggle and people relating to that struggle. I exactly. think that's what it more aims at. Exactly. Relating to struggle rather than changing and doing something. Exactly. And the thing about it too is we both wrote notes for our some of our experiences in the past and the thing that really stood out was... We, and we weren't so sitting similar. down together. Uh, no, yeah. we did in uh, our own time. We wrote our separate yeah, we notes both, and we compared and we had very similar thoughts during the times that we were thoughts at, feelings yeah exactly we, same mindset we, as things kids we avoided yeah. things and that really and i'm looking forward me. to jumping into those because it's now that i know we were very similar lots of people listening are going to go oh that's that was me, me as well exactly yeah. mate exactly and as i said we want to talk about things we actually at least to start with things that we we know about we've yeah. dealt with so that's why i think what's next week's topic astrophysics <laughs> yeah algebra algebra uh. <laughs> How to take a bra off. (laughs) (laughs) Dickhead. Oh, sorry. Um, Well, let's start with how, like, why do I care? Why do we care about how we look? You know? It's it's interesting, isn't it? It's something 
I think a big part of it now is comparison. Um, you know, life's a game of comparing now. And a big part of that is obviously due to, you know, social media and Instagram and um, Facebook. All that gets thrown around a lot. But um, I think the biggest challenge for me growing up was never about... Because we never had all that back then. It was always about... Um, I guess feeling just not worthy enough within yourself. Exactly. Um, the way you looked and being, you know, a kid at school and then growing up to, to I guess, as a teenager to then, you know, an adult now. Um, you you still compare yourself in other ways. You know, I compared myself to others in the schoolyard. I still compare myself now to my colleagues. Yeah. Absolutely. And whether that be the way I work or, um, you know, how I sound or my ability to perform. But... Um, for you, tell us a bit about, um, I guess, you know, where it started, you know, that, um, or t- a bit about your journey, you know, when, when we talk body image and, you know, um, self-conscious, which is yep. what we're going to be, you know, mainly talking about is being so self-conscious yes, as that, absolutely. as that kid. Absolutely. Um, tell me a bit about, um, I guess your experience through that. Yeah, sure. So we'll break it down a little bit more thoroughly shortly, but. Where put, did it all start, Daniel Shuler? To put it in a D. nutshell. Yeah, so growing up, from being a kid, I was one of those kids with those genetics. So my body image fluctuated from throughout like primary school and early stages of high school. And I always often had these spikes of being overweight and then like really skinny and yeah. then overweight and really skinny. And then by the age of about 15, porked up a little bit to put, yeah. it, put it nicely. A few and too many buns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A few too many carbohydrates, didn't I? <laughs> and, um, didn't mind a donut or two. <laughs> so, yeah. So, from age 15 to about 21, I was quite overweight. And I, would, I would say grossly obese. And that's not being that's not being funny. That's being legit. Like Really? Yeah. I think so, mate. Because, I don't think you were, but... Well, I think... Well, I was obese. Right? Yeah. I was in that category because when I decided to make a change or I made a change, I lost 35 kilos jeez that's a lot so that puts a little what bit were of you at, what age were you when you're at your heaviest and what was your weight if you open anywhere to from well here, here's the funny thing about it. it's i know that i got over 100 kilos yeah and i'm not tall so i'm what 510 511 i don't know something like that so i'm not not super tall mm. um so that that's over that's definitely overweight for that category and i remember when i first joined the well, gym, what did well, oh, so over 100 kilos when you were that short yeah, yeah well i had to join a gym because well i joined a gym and they used to put you through this like little test, test. to make sure yeah, that yeah. You, yeah, you can exercise and you jump on the scales. That's the last time I jumped on the scales in that period of my life. And I was, I've got over a hundred and I think I probably would have got to maybe 105, possibly even 110. I don't know, yeah. but possibly up to 110. Um, that's age probably 20 maybe. And then drastically lost a lot of weight age 21 and then yeah, maintained it since then and, and built muscle. What about yourself then? Um, mine's like probably a bit more, I guess, related to my upbringing as family. So like um, food, getting together as a big family with my cousins, my you know my grandparents, and food is such a big part of that. Yeah. And I don't have like a you know a cultural background with food. You know, you hear you know friends you know who might have a an Italian background or um, and they talk about food and. I didn't have that. We just Bond loved. Food. We just loved food. Yeah. Like, um, and that was our way of, I guess, coming together. And, um, but 
I don't know. It was just like growing up, I didn't know any different. So exactly. you kind of just grow up in that. And um, I know my family, you know, I know when if they listen to this, you know, they'll go, yeah, like it's true. Like we were all the same, yeah, you know. Exactly. Um, I don't want to speak for others, but, you know, I grew up and I grew up being overweight all my life um, as a kid. You know, always being the chubby kid, and um, I, yeah, for, I, all since I can remember, I reckon when I was about, and we'll touch on these later, but like from nine to eight years old, I always remember being different. And yeah. I don't want to say I was different because I wasn't; I was the same as everyone else. But I just didn't feel like I, I was just, I was so self-conscious all the time. Yeah, well, you have two, you have almost two no. types of kids. You have yeah. the ones that are really skinny, can't put on weight, no matter what they do, what they eat lack of exercise it doesn't really matter then you have the ones that are just prone to it because of puppy fat genetics yeah and we both fall into that category yeah and i don't know about you but as i said when i probably around 14 15 when i really started to put it on i didn't actually notice it yeah i was was the same it just sort of happens yeah exactly yeah i know gradually and then one day you're just like shit and then i remember i i just assumed that's the way it was going to be forever yeah i just let it go kind of what about how did it affect you, I guess, mentally growing up, like, or even physically? Did it, like, did you realize, did it stop you from doing things? Yeah, absolutely. So, when you're, when you're overweight and most of your mates aren't, you don't take, you don't take your shirt off, as yeah. an example. We yeah. all, we grew up on the beach. Yeah. So, we had the beach, we'd always yeah. keep our shirts on. Yeah, I know. I remember at school, like, in PE, I was always late to PE class every time because you'd have to go in the bell ring you go in yeah. you get changed then you meet in the gym yeah. we got told off every week for being late yeah i know it's because you wait for everybody to <laughs> clear yeah just to quickly and i remember like standing in the corner turning around quickly like i would take i'd button down my school shirt then i'd put the pe top i'd put my hands through the sleeves and i'd quickly try and do this transition within you know as quick as possible just get on get off without anybody looking yeah. or noticing yeah stupid part about it is do you really think anybody would really care no but I remember hearing somebody got mocked I went in year seven or year eight. I remember just hearing it's someone me. got... <laughs> no, it wasn't you. But someone got mocked by somebody else, obviously. And I thought, I just don't want... You just you just hope that people assume that yeah. hiding under your jumper, yeah. you've got all this muscle kind of. Yeah, people just like... that's <laughs> They just assume yeah. that. Yeah, I know. And you don't want to actually show, yeah. even though people know what's under there, if yeah. that makes sense. It's yeah, I, I remember... So before I moved to this, you know Flinders, where we went to school together... I remember when I was um, at another school in Langwarren, EMC, I was at EMC. And I remember um, year seven, I remember going into, and in year seven, you don't really, you're still, you're finding your way and you're trying to build connections to to feel like you you, you fit in, I guess. Part of um, it, of course, yeah. So um, I remember going to PE and, going and the change rooms were tiny and there were so many kids in my year level and in my class i remember so it was packed yeah and i remember waiting till because there was like cubicles yeah and i remember everyone getting changed quickly in this little shared bit but i would wait for a cubicle to open so i could go in the cubicle gotcha and i don't think i was late or anything like that but i just remember and i'm gonna share this too i even remember like comparing myself like i remember i was probably a late developer you could say um, I wasn't the hairiest oh, kid growing, and I remember, does. I remember, I remember seeing so many other kids with underarm hair and thinking to myself, "What the hell?" Really? Yeah, I, I, I'm, 
I'm a boy and these guys are, you know, these guys are growing up and I'm, I'm yeah. different. And, uh, but it was, a, it, like, that's similar. Like I was always comparing yourself growing up. Gotcha. Um, so, and then I remember similar to you, like, then when I moved to the school with you and, you know, same things, you know, going to, going to the beach, you know, on your family holiday and not wanting to take your top off exactly. or wearing a rashy. I hate like, oh, mate, how, <laughs> how embarrassing, how embarrassing. Worst like, look ever. I've got nothing against, but like, I, you know, I've still worn a rashy in recent years, uh, more for sunburn purposes, but um, like. It does have fair skin. Yeah, I do. Pasty boy. Um, and it's a long sleeve rash top, mind you. Like it's not, you know. Um, and That is shocking. Yeah. That is shocking. What? The Just long sleeve? The look. <laughs> it's Quicksilver, so it's a good brand. Yeah. I actually, was, I think it was like over 100 bucks. And um, so wearing a rash top, because, but for, mate, when you wear the rash top and you're on the water, it, it sucks <laughs> to your skin anyway. It looks worse. Like it's it not like... It brings it out more. It brings yeah. it out more. Like, but oh uh, yeah, even you just, you just couldn't enjoy it. No. And that's one thing. And that this is what I want to touch on too, is you miss out on stuff. Exactly. Well, I mean, I remember a couple of... I've got one memory that involves you as well. Mm. And we must have been in year uh, nine or 10. I reckon maybe year 10. So yep. you were probably just on the verge of about to change. And we had to do swimming for school, like safety swimming yeah. bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember texting you the night before because it was compulsory. There was no way of getting out of it. And Steve. <laughs> the swimming teacher. <laughs> so, yeah, there was no way of getting out of it. And yeah. I thought, I don't know what I'm going to wear tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I really don't so, know. So, oh, and this was... Oh, sorry to interrupt. So, I know we were going to touch on. So, is this the worst... Because we were going to say the worst experiences Maybe, because yeah. of what's happened. Okay. Is this one of those? Well, it's one of them. I just remember in terms of just relating is was that I just texted you the yeah. night before and I said, what are you going to... Because I assumed you're going to be in the same boat. And I said, mate, what are you going to wear tomorrow? Because we need to wear something. Yeah. And you said, oh, I'm just going to wear a singlet. Yeah. And I thought, okay, good idea. Like, yeah. I'll just do the same thing. And then like, you and I, the only ones that are swimming laps... With a singlet while everyone's obviously yeah, got their shirt off. So, yeah. like, makes me cringe now. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's a memory that always has stood out to me. Yeah. And I remember, like, another thing I always did was you try and hide it. So, yeah. I always wore long, baggy clothes that looked terrible. So, mate, in summertime, I Boiling. have hoodies, yeah. have chackies because it makes you look less... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's less, it's less obvious. But, but no one's thinking it. No one. You know? And even if they are, well... Who cares? Well, one thing I remember learning recently is really puts things in perspective. The people that judge you the most are the ones that are often below they've you. Got, yeah, they've got if it. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So once you get to a point where you're feeling good about yourself, you don't judge those that are below you or no. in a worse spot, if that makes sense. Yeah. That probably doesn't sound polite, but... <laughs> what about, I guess, footy-wise? Like, I remember for myself, um, just not being able to perform at, you know, the way you wanted to. Oh, mate, absolutely. You know, and it's, oh, like, you look back and it's, your own, it's our own fault. Like, we weren't in shape and stuff, but, like, that was embarrassing too, I guess. Absolutely. You know, not being able to, uh, like, running. Like, I remember doing the beep test and oh, it was exactly. it was the worst day. It was the, horrible. It was the worst day at school having to do the beep test. And I remember just, it was embarrassing sometimes. Like Absolutely, man. I, I used to dodge running and training. I'd get there late. Yeah. Like we were talking about earlier about always being on time <laughs> off air. But um yeah, I used to 
when I got my license, I was 18 years old. I used to drive past the footy oval because they used to start with running. Yeah. And we just drive past, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. And about half an hour in, they'd stop the running and get into drills. And we'd rock up, oh, sorry, we're late, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Had work. Yeah. That's, yeah, they're, they're real low points. Yeah, for sure. One of my, I don't know, we, all we're doing is we're just sharing experiences. But, and if anyone, I'm sure people listening can relate to this. Um, and I'll refer back to quickly to the point of, we're all going to die soon. Yeah. And I've had moments where I've gone, oh, mate, I love the beach. And I never used to. You know why I never used to? Chafe. Chafing. <laughs> Chafing was... And I still do. I don't like... I don't like and it's horrible, man. It's the worst. And being chubby, Chafe. thick thighs. <laughs> not means thick... Th- you know what thick thighs mean? Chafe. Chafe. Friction. Mate, I remember chronic chafe playing football. <laughs> chronic chafe. <laughs> God, chafing. Oh, and that walk, you know, wearing the boardies, that yeah. walk back to the car um, was the worst. But I love the beach. Yeah. And and I'll, so, so I lost all my weight, say, at a certain age, but I've put weight back on. And I'm not in the shape I used to be or, or where I want to be. Um, you know, I still am a little bit self-conscious again of taking my shirt off. I'm not where I was previously. Yeah. But I'm not where I want to be. But I don't care anymore. So when I'll go to the beach now, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not I'm not obese, but I'm not ripped. So, yeah. but I don't. I used to always worry about being ripped. So, so now you go to the beach. I'm happy to take my shirt off, jump in the water. It's no worries. I don't care what yeah. anyone else thinks. Um, but we're all we're all gonna die tomorrow. So I don't want to miss tomorrow. Out. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what no, do you know? We that could, I don't know. Uh, no. We could or die. We could die tomorrow. So why miss out on an awesome feeling? Wade Custom predicting. I'm not dying tomorrow. The apocalypse. <laughs> this is the end. But my worst and one thing I love. One thing I love is footy. Yeah. And you know that. And as a kid, you wanted to play AFL and all that. And I remember this is no. This is one of the worst experiences I had. And. My very, 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 very first footy training as a nine-year-old. Like, very first footy training. Like, it traumatized me. And, well, it didn't traumatize me. That's extreme. But but you never forget it. It's embedded in your brain. Of course. And firstly, I didn't want to play for the club I played for. All my, all the, all my mates at primary school playing for another club. Okay. But my dad, um, he goes, no, I want you to play at uh, YC. Just say it. I don't care. Uh, so YC, played at Frankston YC. I want you to go there. Um, and I didn't understand why I wasn't going to the club I wanted to go to with all my schoolmates. Which club was that? Pearsdale, mind oh. you. Yeah. So wanted to go to Pearsdale because um, my mate's school at Pearsdale. Mate, mate, you'll go to YC. And it wasn't like forcing. It was YC had a really good culture. And being a Catholic, I don't know if anyone knows what YCW stands for, uh, but Young Christian Workers. Oh, so, YCW. Yes, YCW. So, oh, gotcha. Okay. So, did you not know that? No, I knew, I, I knew, yeah, I, I remember the Christian part, I couldn't remember the other two. There you go. Yeah, so, and boy, oh boy, am I glad I played for YC. Like when I look Love back now. more successful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I played for Beardstale for a while. And, um, Great club. But, so, even when I went to registration day, crying, dad signing me up. First training, down at Jubilee Park, and I just remember crying in the car, going there, and then getting out of the car. My my coach at the time was a ripper, and 
we did training and whatever and the end of training it's a little scratch match and i remember the coach juan um going all right shirts v skins oh the worst and i got picked as a skin and i i went over to my dad like in panic as a nine-year-old and i was like i don't, I don't want to be a skin i don't want to be a skin that like, is terrible that is legitimately terrifying though as a kid and it was my first training. I didn't know anyone else there. Like, yeah, no, I didn't sucks. know any kids. Like, yeah. I didn't know any kids at the time. And the boys who I'm really, you know, some of my best mates were in that team. And they'll, they've never heard of this, but that they didn't even know that happened. But I remember going to dad and dad going, oh, so dad went over to Juan, the coach, and said, oh, wait. And he goes, yeah, you can be a shirt. So I, I didn't have to. Mind you, I kicked four goals in that practice match, in that little scratch match. Yeah, here we go. Uh, full forward. and uh, But that's it's true. And Dad stood behind the goals, caught every single one. and um, But that was one of my, like, nine years old, mate, I and I experienced that. that. And, like, that is really, really young, to I, I think, for someone to, to go through that. But that's happening every day. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For lots of people and lots of kids. Exactly. But and, and now I want to, I guess... I wish I wasn't like that, but uh, and I guess we'll switch that around to. Oh, we'll share our wins and the best experiences in a minute. Let's go through, I guess, what changed, because I've got something relatable to that. Yeah. Um, in terms of that under nine experience, yeah. So one of my best experiences was actually becoming a skin. Yeah. You know, later on. Same with me, mate. Um, And being happy to and proud to take my shirt off. Because you bloody, you felt great within your within yourself and what you looked like. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. what? Um, let's switch to, I guess, what triggers what triggered your change, um, and what I guess could trigger other people's change. Yeah, exactly. So the funny thing about my story was my story happened accidentally. I had never set out to change. I was sort of in denial. That's the main thing. I told you that I never thought, I never assumed I'd be ripped and skinny or anything like that, but. I was also in denial of actually how bad I'd gotten. Yeah. So I was just living in this mundane kind of lifestyle where I wasn't happy. I wasn't, I was never unhappy, but I just wasn't happy. I wasn't enjoying life that much. And what happened was, I remember, I don't know what possessed me, but I started doing push-ups. It sounds mm. silly. And I probably did about 30 push-ups a day. And I did it for a couple of weeks. And I don't, I still don't know why I did it. But I remember just going into the mirror one day like having a shower, getting out, and I just looked in the mirror and I could just see the slightest bit of definition in my triceps, like tiny bit, like mm. nothing, but just like a little Enough bit. to notice. I'm just like, whoa, like yeah. you can actually see a little change. Progress. But my diet was shocking, so... Um, Take us through what you would eat. Oh, mate, it's embarrassing. So No, it's not. Yeah, so at this stage, I'm 18... No, sorry, I'm even older. So from about 18, 19, 20-ish, that age, I was living... I was old enough, I was making money, I was working, so I bought all my own food. Yeah. And I would live off just junk food, literally. So I'd probably eat Macca's, I don't know how Would you? Yeah. Right, oh, f- and you wouldn't even, like, you don't even look, I- you don't even think, like, you are so, for someone like yourself, you've ne- I've, I don't think I've met anyone more strict and more determined and disciplined than you are. No, but you are. I, I didn't even think, I didn't even know you used to eat Macca's. Mate, so just to put it in perspective, so I had a girlfriend at the time, right? And I used to, it was a, what was the go-to Macca's meal, if you remember? Hey, well, I'll tell you. So, so this, would, this would be my weekend. This makes me sick just thinking about it. So nothing look, put aside the relationship. I got into the relationship because I was so fat and ugly. And I'm like, someone's found me attractive. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sweet. Just hang on to this person. Yeah, right? yeah. It doesn't matter how you yeah. feel about them. Yeah. 
And anyway, so I used to drive a long way to see her. And I drive home. We'd eat shit all weekend. And then I drive home. I remember I used to be excited for the drive home. So the drive home was about an hour and a half. Yeah. About half an hour into the trip, there's a McDonald's on the road. I used to stop there every night. Uh, every, every time. Every time. So that'd probably be once at least on a Sunday. Yeah. Mate, the amount of food I ate makes me sick. So I'd have like two big drinks. Then I'd have... Like I, soft. You'd have two, you'd have two large have, soft drinks. I reckon I'd have a milkshake. And maybe like an orange juice. Like yep. the, I remember that. It's disgusting even putting them together, mate. It makes me sick. Some people are going to be thinking that's just... Yeah, I don't even know how I did it. And then I'd eat... I would have like a proper like meal, like chips, and a burger nuggets, or yep. and burgers. And then I'd probably get another couple burgers on top. And then I'd just scoff that in the car on the way home. Yeah. Like, and that was every week, mate. Yeah. And then on top of that, throughout the week, I'd eat... I lived off like Subway. Yeah. Lived off... Um, I remember like Singapore noodles, like I had this, so it's just like Carb City. Yeah, yeah. And I ate a lot of bread and pasta and all this shit, and I wasn't exercising enough, or yep. barely at all. Yeah. So how it sort of changed, as I said, I was eating Subway probably I don't know three or four times a week. It was a lot. Bloody hell! And I made the tiniest little change at the start. It yeah. Was just bread. I just yep. changed the, the bread, and I remember then I changed the cheese. Yeah. Right. So it's, it, most people thinking that's nothing. Yeah. It's but like, yeah, you, it's in small inch. You got to change it in small it's ways. It's so slow. And then what happened was then I remember I was eating, say, say I was eating Macca's three times a week. I just said, all right, I'm only eating it twice a week. Yeah. And then I eventually got down to once a week. And then one day I actually got to Macca's and I turned the car around. I'm like, I actually don't want it. Like I don't yeah. crave it. Yeah. And then as you said, inch by inch, as I started making those small changes, my body changed slowly i just looked a little bit skinny and then people start complimenting you. your family yeah. go oh have you lost weight yeah which i actually never liked when people said that yeah and i'm actually careful when i notice people have lost weight i actually say gee you're looking fit yeah or you look trim right not or, like oh gee you look like you've lost weight, weight. yeah because yeah. it's almost i mean yeah. they had an issue so i used to hate i used to hate cringe yeah. when people said <laughs> Mate, funny. Have you lost weight? i had one of those the other night actually and it was like oh gee you've lost weight you know and i think because i've been trying to lose a few more kilos and um, yeah, someone said that to me, and I actually thought that too because yeah. I was like, I don't think I was that bad before, but no, but I it's a compliment. Exactly, they're trying. But I like so what I I just changed the way I said. So when I noticed that in people, I'm like, gee, mate, you're looking fit. You're looking, you're looking trim, fit, mate. yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Mm. Anyway, so that slow, slow change, mm. and then the changes in your body, you get a little bit skinnier because yeah. at the time I'm not pushing weight, yeah. so I'm not getting muscly, but I'm just getting. And skinny. at the time, like. You know, you've got a girlfriend, you're comfortable. So it's... Well, this started... Sorry, just to fix up the timeline. Yeah, yeah. I actually got out of that relationship. Yeah, and then, and then the then change started to six, happen. About six yeah, months okay. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I actually lost... When I said I lost 35 kilos, that's true. But I lost it in about two to three months. Yeah. And some people are going, well... That's a I lot could, in a short period of time. Wish, yeah, that some people would be like, gee, I wish I could do that. I actually highly recommend you don't do it that way, which we'll get into later. But... Um, that just triggered it for me, mate. And then once you start having the ability to run, so I went running with my mate, Jai, gets another mention. <laughs> we were editing the last podcast and noticed we've mentioned him a lot. So, okay, another shout out to Jai. And this podcast should probably be a threesome. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said to him one day, I said, mate, do you mind if we go for a run? Like, can you help me run? And we, the first run we did, we had this goal, it was about a kilometre, so not far. And about 200 meters in, mate, I'm blowing. We came to a set of lights, and I'm just like hoping to God it turns red. Yeah, and he's not even puffing. Yeah, like, I'm think- fit bugger. But at the time, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, mate, you should be puffing a little bit. And now I realise, like, you probably shouldn't after that short, short. It was only about 200 meters yeah. of running, but we just did it inch by inch. Yep. Then next, and I started doing it in my own time. I started running. I ended up running nearly. I think I at one stage I was running every single day. 
and it gets easier mm. it gets easier or you get better that's probably a better way yeah. to put it it doesn't get easier you just get better quicker mm. whatever and then you start push, hitting the gym slowly yeah things start to change and suddenly you can do things you can yeah. play football you can you don't avoid things you don't avoid going upstairs it sounds ridiculous but if like escalator versus stairs take the stairs it's easy yeah. you just power through yep but what about yourself man what about your journey how did um, it start for you i it's i probably don't have like a clear memory like you like you saying that that's where it kind of happened it kind of happened without me really knowing so i remember i would have been you were a lot younger yeah so mine was a bit younger so it was like i reckon i started losing a lot of weight and what we'll do is we should do this is we'll put up like photos on our instagram page right. you know probably what our transformation is and it can give everyone a bit of an idea of like yeah what, I, what what the difference is and the comparison and i actually have on my it's the only thing i have you know you put up those stories yeah i actually have one that's just called i think it's called reminder yeah and it's just it's always it's just one photo on it. yeah, yeah it's just one photo that's and good. just one yeah. left side fat right side shirt yeah. off and i remember um i just remember jo- i remember joining a gym so obviously i had my knee issues um which we spoke about in the last episode and um and that obviously didn't help so when i had my knee problem i remember when i was about 15 16 I remember putting a lot of weight on when I was 16 and I don't remember why or how, um, but I did. Like, I, I can't remember. Like, I didn't have my license. I wasn't driving through Maccas. Um, I think I just exercised a lot less. Yeah. And obviously because of my knee and then I didn't change my eating. But when you were eating, do you remember eating high carbs? Definitely. I remember eating bread, lots, oh God, lots of bread, lots of cereal, probably lots of pasta. Um, I would, but in saying that though, and I'm not throwing my mum under the bus, but I just ate what my mum cooked. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I didn't really understand nutrition or anything of like course, that. Of course, yeah. Um, and it's a bit hard. Like, I understand that too, because it was the same. Mum actually, mum was so good to and us. And my mum was a, my mum is an amazing cook. Same with me. But I probably just ate too much of it. But mum <laughs> used to make it was silly. Mum used to make different meals for everybody. It sounds stupid. She'd often make three or four meals yeah, a night, like to three suit different. Everyone, just because yeah, she loved you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she'd make. So I'd be eating the same. So and she's just doing her best, and she wanted to yeah. always have treats and stuff yeah. aside. And and you have no control. You're not making money, so you can't buy your own food. Yeah. So you can only basically get what you're given it's yeah. no one's fault no. it's just yeah yeah so i'd i guess you know we probably have fish and chips once a week and yeah. we're, we're a big fish and chip family um and then you know you go to grand and pops and you have stuff and lollies and ice cream yeah. and but i don't remember being i don't like i didn't have ice cream every night as a kid like it was never anything like that it, i remember hearing some kids in primary school like their parents would buy them so much junk like yeah. and going oh let them eat whatever they want yep. like i never had that so mm. i can't really um remember where or how it kind of happened i just know it was a big part of it was not exercising so because i didn't exercise i obviously was eating a lot so i just put on weight so when you get to that that age where you've when you get you've hit your ceiling or i remember i was about um because i lost 25 kilos so okay. not as much as you but I remember getting as low as like 68, 70. Okay. So I'll, my heaviest when I, was, when I was 16 was like 90, probably not mid-90s. Yeah. When I was 16. And, and how tall are you? Six foot? Six oh, nine? back then I wouldn't have been though. I would have been probably five, nine, ten, yeah. maybe six. So foot. it's actually similar. Yeah. Um, Like I did my growing later years. But I remember having knee surgery and um, going into like, basically to learn to run again yeah and this is where it kind of started for me was when i had to learn to run again to 
to kind of look after my knee. So I wasn't putting so much pressure on it. And then I remember just doing a little running program with my dad. So I got given this little basic running program once my knee got better. And it was so, it was so much better. Mm. Um, and similar to you, I just started running. So just little bits at a time. Um, but I wasn't doing it to lose weight. I was doing it to play footy. Yeah, exactly. Um, you had a goal. Yeah. And actually, I remember we spoke about that. Yeah. I remember speaking about that at school, but you kept to it. I didn't. Yeah. And you really did get yourself fit. I uh, even got to the, like we spoke about it last week, but like with my knee issues, I was doing everything I possibly yeah. could. And, but I wasn't eating healthy. Yeah. That would have helped massively if I wasn't so heavy uh, and so big. and probably would have taken a lot of bloody pressure off my knees. Yeah. But, um, you know, I remember seeing one physio and we, spoke about it like i was stretching every morning and night yeah i was so flexible um still wouldn't probably change my diet you know and then um yeah i remember getting to like probably yeah probably almost 17 year 11 and i remember being still pretty chubby in year 11 and um joining a gym jai again jai (laughs) (laughs) um jai was at ymca um local gym and He's like, mate, join up. And so I joined up and yeah. And I remember going through like just a little one-on-one with the PT there and doing it, give him giving me a little program. And, um, uh, I, 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 but I don't remember my diet just changing. I don't, yeah. I, I, all I can really remember is just going to the gym. And as I started going to the gym and doing a little program, I started reaching, I started researching about it yep. and like Googling stuff. And I remember reading men's health magazine and I subscribed to it and it would come in the mail every month and I loved reading it. And by that stage, I was slowly losing a little bit of weight, but I wasn't jumping on the scale to weigh myself every week. Like yeah. it wasn't about losing yeah. weight. Yeah, exactly. That's a really, that's one, you know, when you go through this, people often reach out for advice. Mm. And one of the things I always tell them and what I really believe in with myself, it doesn't really matter how much you weigh because yeah. the whole system's, that's what I studied. It's yeah. flawed anyway, the whole yep. BMI kind of yeah. system. But um, it's how you feel. Mm. Like really, how you feel within yourself and how you feel you look. I don't care really how heavy I am as long as I feel fit Yeah, and look fit. Definitely. I And then it, it basically came to like, it went to a different extreme. So I lost all my weight and then I was super, super skinny. Yeah, Probably nearly too skinny. Same with me, mate. And then... Um, but it happened out of nowhere. Yeah. And then I, I didn't have a, like a, I can't remember my time frame, but, and then I was like, cause I was reading on the men's health magazines. I was like, now I want to put on muscle. Yeah. Um, and then, then it went the opposite way. Not, and not getting fat again. Well, even though I'm not the skinniest <laughs> now, but, um, I'm healthy, you know, yeah, exactly. but yeah. And then, it, and then it was reaching out to people. So I remember reaching out to, um, rigor and, you know, he was, you know, a footballer at the time who was mates with my dad and, you know, I reached out to him and he was playing VFL and yep. I'll never forget um, getting on the train uh, to Moorabbin and he had the key to St Kilda's old facility at the oh, time at okay. Moorabbin yep. and, you know, getting in, training in the St Kilda gym, you know, but no, there was, you know, St Kilda obviously weren't there anymore. They yeah, were at yeah, yeah. Seaford, but, and going in there with Rigger and him taking me through like a program. Like That's a, so good, mate. And I remember on the chin-up bar, I couldn't even do one chin-up. And he had to kind of help me. And then he just got up and did like freaking 50. <laughs> but it, like, and he was spotting me and I was barely bench pressing the bar. Like, yeah. Um, 
and then you know and then he was helping me with supplements and i remember buying my first tub of protein oh, powder mate, you bought so much of that <laughs> yeah i know and like I, but but through that and reaching out for help like it helped me massively like and yeah, then absolutely. i started noticing difference in size and whatever but um i guess that can also relate to the body body image stuff in terms of you know wanting to then become muscly and good looking and ripped and yeah um but but it's good hearing like i probably can't give a more clear you know precise answer on what what i did but um like you did like you basically really just said like what you ate and what you changed for what you ate but what what are some of the positives i guess now like we talked about some of those really crappy feel like those crappy yeah experiences being that chubby kid at the beach not wanting to take your top off um you know being you know i remember under 14s my grand final i didn't share this one but like not getting picked to play yeah same with me mate and and i was like and i remember you know i remember in one of my finals i kicked like literally i'd be on the bench i'd get put on i kick two goals i get taken off yeah like i'm like but why am i getting taken off yeah but it's because i'm slower and exactly i can't run and all which i understand but i was 14 mate like and we won a grand final and i got a medal but i didn't really play i know what you mean yeah um so that was a crap feeling but Let's change from that and talk about what are some of the best feelings I guess you've had, um, you know, since y- your body changing, transforming, um, and self confidence and 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 how that has felt like it, it must feel awesome, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, like very similar to you, I went too skinny initially, so I went from super overweight to far too skinny where mate, i look like a drug addict like legit we went to america and people used to always come up to me on the streets and be like got any drugs well they'd be yeah asking do i know or do yeah. i want some whatever <laughs> mate so i looked i actually i thought i looked great though that's a stupid yeah. thing because i'd be comparing to what i used to look like um once i sort of once you get over that hurdle and you start to look healthy again where you're putting on muscle and you look sort of a bit more like a person um like we said earlier mate you get the compliments and the compliments aren't what drive you, but it's something that you didn't have before. Yeah. So it's something that's being added, yep. not ta- necessarily taken away. So suddenly people actually always make a big deal about you. And I felt, yeah. I was sure that this, you know, it's weird for me, but I, I was sure that when I went out down the street, people would smile at me more. Like, I swear that never used to happen. Mm. And when if I'd go and I'd have to buy something at the counter, they'd always be more friendly to me, more, they'd talk to me more. More approachable. Yeah, well, I, I think, yeah, exactly. So I think it's like law of attraction. Isn't that sad though? Stuff. Well, mate, that's it, exactly. So I'm, like, I'm, see, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't, that, that might not even be true, but you notice that. Well, the reason I think is simply because I was probably smiling. Yeah. I was probably more happy and more energized, confident, yeah. whatever. So when your confidence goes through the roof, I think it's really powerful because the best thing that came out of that whole experience was that suddenly I had self-belief because mm. I never really believed in myself because I never actually said I never completed a goal now I had I went from being overweight feeling like crap to actually okay I've done that I was able to conquer that Mm. and maintain it and feel really good so then suddenly my whole life changed I I went traveling I dropped out as we said last week of school year 11 and thought I'd never study again or be able to study again and suddenly I'm like okay you know what I'm going to university and I've got to do extra work for it, but I believe that if I work hard enough, yeah. I'll be able to achieve that. And it happened in so many areas of my life. It just kept snowballing. So, um, Yeah, I've got a couple. I remember, so like, getting back to, 
I guess the footy stuff. Like I remember getting, I basically had to take two years off footy. So in that two years, no one at the club really saw me. So from 16 to 18, I didn't really play. Yep. So 16s went into 18s and then I didn't play that year of 18s and then I played the next year. So it was like almost a year and a half where the club, I wasn't at the club. So in that year and a half was when my transformation kind of happened. Yeah. And I remember one of the best feelings that I had was, um, it was pre-season and I'd obviously been running really, really well. And, um, you know, obviously a lot, like a lot, lot leaner. Yeah. And like, like Archie enjoyed running. Yeah. Same with me. And, um, I don't anymore. I've gone the other way again, but, um, it's fluctuated quite a, quite a bit up and down. But I remember doing a, I'd never done a three K time trial ever. I'd never done one. And I remember always pre-season years earlier when there was running, I kind of got to back out of it because of my knee yeah you had that excuse and and then i remember There's always do- a hamstring yeah, or yeah. Something and i remember uh, remember doing it my first ever 3k and i think i got like 12 i, I, I remember clearly i got 12 minutes 20 yep. which for my first 3k ever like Pretty i was rap, i was wrapped with that yeah um and i remember running alongside one of the guys yeah. Yeah. the whole time you know that's nearly it's like five minute k's for 20 isn't it i don't know four yeah so I can't run that anymore, but you know, that was pretty quick for myself. And then, but I remember running that three K and there was a bunch of parents on the, and it was, we're doing it with the seniors too. So I was beating some of the senior guys in this three K but I remember some of the parents going, who is that? Is that Wade Custerson in the red singlet? Oh shit. That's Wade. Oh my God. Like, and that sounds so like, I sound like a wanker saying that, but from where you came and when I heard that, I've, it just felt amazing. Oh, like, man, I understand. And them being like, I was smashing the running. I looked completely different. You know, all of a sudden though, they were, I don't know, beforehand, you know, those years before, you always got those little sympathy taps on the back. Yeah. Suck. And, oh, good on your way. You know, and I'd been at the club since under nines and it was like a real, good on your way. You know, he loves it, but he's no good. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Good on you for trying. Good clubman. Yeah, good clubman. Yeah, yeah, best team player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, good bu- club- that bullshit. Good club Never, ever want to win. I know. and But that changed it, yeah. that training session. And then I remember, you know, later on in that preseason, you know, shirts vs skins. And from the under nines to from my first year to the last year of under eight, like 18s, wanting to be a skin. Yeah. Putting my hand up. Oh, no, I'll just take the shirt off. Tosser. Yeah, but I, but I didn't have a six pack or anything. I was just skinny. Yeah, and I just remember yeah, and running around and there was no jiggle. Like yeah, it's it was a good feeling. But and that was one. Um, but there's so many, mate. Like um, well, I can relate to that thing too, mate. Because I, like I said earlier, there was a time where I dodged running. I remember we had to do three one k runs one night. I couldn't even do it, mate. Jeez. But then, fast forward a few seasons, get to training. The first thing we have to do is a two k time trial, and I won the thing. Mm. And I think I got 6.35. Yeah. Which I can't run now. I'm yeah. About seven now. But um, but you just blitzed everyone. Yeah. And you've gone from either trying to avoid it or being at yeah. the very back yep. and people waiting for you. Yep. I remember one time we were training with the seniors and we were just running 200s and me and like a couple of other dudes were so far back. They're like, hurry up, mate. Hurry yeah. up. And then you get there and you almost have to be like, no, I'm not running the next 200. Let them go up, yep. back. To being able to blitz this sort of thing. And it's unbelievable feeling. Yeah, it is a good feeling. And even like like you mentioned it before about being noticed and getting compliments and, and people coming to you for advice. That was one for me. And I remember a couple of people in particular, I'm not going to mention their names, but them coming to me and 
I actually wrote them out a program and wrote them out a diet plan. And um, they said to me, mate, you know, what you've done is like, that's inspired me. Yeah. Um, So that was probably a big one. And then, um, and this is going to sound corny too, but getting a, getting, uh, having girls attracted to you. And this is something I know, like, you know, it's embarrassing to say because I know my family will be listening to this, but having a girl, like, all of a sudden interested in you yeah. when you were, like, almost the, the the best friend of the girls back when you were 16, right. the chubby best friend, whereas now, like, girls were interested in you. And, like, it sounds silly, but it does huge things for your confidence. Especially when um, they, yeah, when they comment or they tell you, especially if they never showed you anything in the past. Yeah. And then suddenly it's it's just that almost validation. You're just like, well... Sort of exactly, yeah, and you know, and you feel good. And I remember at that stage, I was buying you know, I loved buying clothes and looking good and feeling good. And yeah. you know, another one, another good feeling. I remember going and getting fitted for like a you know, a proper yeah. suit 100%. And I remember for my you know, my valedictory, I remember getting a like a really good suit. And I remember getting fitted, and I was like, geez, I feel and walking in that night wearing the suit, I felt a million yeah. bucks. Like, um, I relay, mate, because I used to. You guys used to give me shit because I went from, like I said, those really baggy yeah, yeah. clothes and then next Extra thing, tight. <laughs> mate, I used to buy two shirts too small yeah. just to, you know, like that's wanker stuff, but no, it's not. that's the confidence yeah. you feel. Yeah, exactly. And and I think I'll relate that back to what we said earlier about missing out on stuff. I wish I didn't miss out on certain things growing up. Same, mate. And it was all because of my own thoughts. I was worrying about what other people were thinking of me. Those people aren't... I don't even know if those people are thinking about me. No. But I'm choosing not to do something that I want to do because of that. Um, one of those things was swimming carnival at school. Like, or going to the beach. Like, I remember not specifically not doing any races or jumping in the pool for school sports, swimming. Even though I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, you know, but I didn't want to go in the water because... Exactly. Uh, but, in, you know, I remember in my final year of school, you know, it's funny how all this relates to school. Like, well, that's where we all compare each other at school, don't we? Like, yeah, it's that's a thing. See, I was jealous, not jealous, but I was, yeah, envious of you because you made that change. So you came by 17, 18. Now I enjoyed looking, that. Now you're looking yeah. good and you're yeah. looking muscly. So this is the thing. You know how I said earlier, some kids are like skinny and some kids are, you know, yeah. more prone to being overweight. The good thing about being prone to being overweight is that you can actually put on muscle. Yeah. So you actually, when you actually start hitting the gym, like you'll develop muscle a lot quicker than mm. those that try and eat, 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 eat. Yeah. So you're looking really good, man. I wish I looked good when I was 18. I looked shithouse, but I would have loved that. And I, I'm sort of annoyed that it took till I was 21, 22 to actually feel confident enough to go out and... But yeah, mate. So what about... So now we've, we've spoken about our best and our worst or the change from it but how does that impact you now um i think a big part of it is like and you know i'm massive and you know this and i know you're the same is like i'm massive on um you know wanting to better myself at everything i do yeah so right now i'm at a period where physically i'm not where i want to be um you know i'm right now i'm i probably am a bit overweight but i don't obviously i'm not obsessing over it yeah. like i used to I've, you know, I'm in a, a really, you know, stable relationship now and love my girlfriend and I don't have to impress anyone. Yeah. Um, and you know, though, because you've done it, if you really hit it hard, yeah, you know where you can get to. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so I'm, I'm probably in that stage of my life where I probably don't care as much as what other people think. Absolutely. And I think that's a massive 
Um, it's a massive hurdle to overcome for anyone because, you know, lo- lo- like we mentioned, life is a massive game of comparison because of everything with social media um, and, you know, hanging out with your mates. And I'm a very social person. Um, so to kind of not worry so much about what other people think, I'd, I still worry about what people think sometimes, but not to the extreme of missing out on fun things that I want to do. Yeah, mate, exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm in a time in my life right now where... I guess, you know, still being in that, I still care about how I look and there's still that uh, worry of judgment yep. here and sometimes, but it's not to the point where I'm uh, missing out on doing things that I love. Yeah. Um, as a kid, like you're a kid, so yeah, you'll do anything to fit in and you'll, um, you know, you'll bend over backwards to, to try and, you know, have a group of mates and, and, and make sure those mates, you know, include you in everything. Yeah. So, but now I guess, you know, being a someone who's still, you know, not where he wants to be physically um, and not where I used to be or where I want to be. And, um, you know, I'm in a, you know, stable relationship. So I probably don't, I'm not trying to impress, impress you know, girls, which was always a big one, you know. Of course. Um, but I, like, I don't care so much about, you know my appearance as such but um what i guess we've talked about our highs and lows and um how you know how it all kind of you know came about and everything but what what about life now for yourself d like how has it impacted i guess that transformation but then um you know your life right now where is it because of that well or like, what have you learned you know well it's the whole self-confidence thing that's yeah. sorry self-confidence thing where i'm confident in nearly anything i can do if i work hard enough then it sounds cheesy but now i truly believe it because i've proved proven it in aspects of my life yeah um i think it is i've learned that it really is important to take pride in how you look mm. and i know why there's this sort of weird sort of polar opposites of some people saying oh it doesn't matter how you look and it's all that it's all about how you are on the inside and all that yeah, sort of stuff yep. which is true but i think you do, you definitely do get treated differently. And I think you don't know unless you've been there. Yeah, exactly. So, because you've experienced both, you've experienced, you know, the horrible feelings that you were experiencing to now, you know. Exactly. What, yeah. you, what you're experiencing now is, you know, I've seen you and you're doing really well and, you know, you've got more confidence than I've ever known. Um, but you've had both sides of the story, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's... Some people don't. And that's the thing, and, and yeah. they, they're the, yeah. Well, they're the ones who that they are the oh feel comfortable within yourself, mm. and but I'm all for that. I'm for that too. But but I, I at the same time, I would rather you know, you don't know what you could experience exactly. or feel or your life. You you might you know get that feeling or taste that in some tiny little bit of a, bit of a way and go shit. I want more of that. Exactly. But I think it's also law of attraction too, that when you you're going to attract similar to people you're going to attract similar people to yourself so when you're confident you attract confident people when you're feeling good you attract people that are feeling good when you're feeling shit so i used to work in networking for example we used to put on events and we'd have say 100 business owners in one room and what you could see from sitting on the sidelines is that people would always group up and the same sort of people group together young ones would group together the old ones would group together 
together. It's the probably similar to uni, yeah, <laughs> the exactly. group like, songs. 100%, yeah. mate. Like, you got the people that don't present well all huddle up in one yeah. corner, and then you yeah. got people that, like, are the people that are actually making coin and, like, yeah. they're in one corner as well. It's just, it's, that's no coincidence. That yeah, you gravitate everywhere. to. It doesn't matter where you go in a social setting, go to a new footy club, you just, you, you make those friendship groups that closely resemble yourself, mm. almost closely resemble yeah. yourself. So that's why I feel. Yeah, you go to, well, you we gravitate to, I guess, comfort and feeling good. So exactly. Uh, I'm feeling com- comfortable. So yeah, seeing a person that looks similar to me, I'm going to. Exactly right. Of course, I'm going to go over to him. But the <laughs> other thing, the only, da- the only slight danger that I, I sort of warn people about too, is that it can lead to an unhealthy obsession or it did for me. Like I was never satisfied ever. Yeah. And my sister was always really good on this. She'd always say, stop comparing to where you're going. Just keep looking back to how you were. Keep mm. seeing that change. Like she, cause I, yeah. Always, remember, remember where you have come from. Yeah, cause I used Be to be out of where you have come from. Exactly. Cause I used not, to, Oh, I'm not here. Look at where I am. 100%. Like, yeah. That's a big one. I, I can I can relate to that. I used to complain a lot. I'd be like, oh, I just want this. Yeah. I want to be. All I need is one more kilo. Yeah, or, exactly. Or I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever it is, and they'd say, just stop it. <laughs> like yeah. seriously, if you saw yourself three years ago, would you believe that this is where you'd be now? I'd be like, definitely not. They're like, yeah. well, then you should be so happy. Yep. Keep striving. So that's one of the that's some of the things that I've sort of learned from it. But well, could you give anybody tips um, if they want to make a change? Yeah. And do uh, you, actually, before you give tips, why would you why would you recommend someone to make this change? So, I think that we can put it two ways. You put it to someone who wants to lose weight, and yep. if, and and here's what you know. Here's our experiences, and goes, "Gee, that's me. I'd like to lose some weight." Or it's just someone who just wants to be healthy. Exactly. Like it, this doesn't have to relate to anyone who's overweight. Of course, it's just what we went through together, and we can yeah we can bond over that together, and we share that together. So. That's why, you know, we love talking about it. But for anyone who, I guess, wants to just get healthy or, or lose weight, um, I, I would just focus on balance. Like, yep. And me and my, sis, me, my sisters, you know, they go through their weight loss journeys too. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. And my older sister, Taylor, like, she she has probably taught me massively about balance, yep. um, you know having a good relationship with food. So like... Exactly, yeah, that's a huge one. And and by that, I don't mean depriving yourself. Exactly. Like, um, so what I've learned is, especially like during all this coronavirus, you know, that, that has happened in isolation. Like, um, you know, every Friday night, I've looked forward to my pizza yeah. and a few beers. And yep. that's my treat on the, during yep. the week. And But in saying that, I'll still pick at things and do... Th- but... I'm not perfect and I've had days when I've, you know, scoffed my face and binged and (laughs) like, um, but that's normal. Um, I think I, I remember going through that phase and I was so strict and, um, not that I missed out, but I remember like, I still remember, you know, going with mates to whether it's to the footy or going to parties and whatever it was and not having like and i probably would have enjoyed it yeah you know um absolutely so but my biggest tips is just like what anyone's would be is you know make sure you're exercising um so i would even if it's walking so like so me for example is um i've gotten really unfit over the last six months myself um in terms of my running and stuff so for me i want to make sure i'm exercising so what it was is I started off with 
you know, me and Meg, we would we went for a walk yep. for an hour every day. Um, and then that that walk then turned into me running a little bit yep. and then running a little bit more. And then because I've kind of built that foundation year, like two or three years ago with my running, once I burst through that real tough part, yeah. I could run. Yeah, I, um, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, my tips would be, yeah, get a good routine. So, and that routine must include exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And then probably just watch your reading and have a well-balanced diet. So, like, don't deprive yourself. I, I used to be right right with the whole count my calories on mm-hmm. my fitness pal. And I still do. Like, I'll track them sometimes if I want to lose a few kilos for something or, you know, I'll track what I'm eating during the day and put it into the app. Um, and then knowing that, you know, I'll tell you what, having my Garmin has helped because like, it tells you how much calories you burn and stuff. Um, and then I, I know I'm eating less calories than I'm um yeah actually burning so burning more um but just having a good relationship and, and making sure you, you're enjoying it. like if i've got a big family night i'm not i'm gonna have Enjoy a piece it. of yeah, pizza absolutely and a bit of cake and some lollies and everything else you yeah. know like yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not and i and i remember missing out on that and not doing it and like discipline is like everything about it like yeah. if you want if you want to get on stage um, say in you know pro figure you know competition and actually you know compete physically um yeah you have to be disciplined yeah but i don't want to do that yeah exactly well what I, about what about yourself well i think starting small is the biggest thing i can recommend just take away something just yeah. something just take away one thing so if you're eating junk food three times a week just try two yeah because what you'll find is when you actually notice a slight change That'll drive you to make a bigger change. And I'm then, actually so hungry right now talking about this. So am I actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mac is <laughs> um, But you start, you actually lose cravings for things. So yeah. that's, a, I thought I could never give up, um, say carbs, but then you actually stop craving mm. after a while. The other thing too is, is one reason why I think you should really attempt to make a change if it's something you want is that you actually see what's possible and what changes. And there's so many posit- positive aspects of doing it your mental health changes, you feel better all the time, you have your down days, but most of the time you feel more up and about, you have more energy, you make better decisions, you don't, you're actually not taking anything away, you're actually adding to your life, if Mm. that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So um, everything you used to do changes very slightly, so, um, and for the better. So, and when you feel confident within yourself, you feel confident in all areas of your life. Mm. And I think that's probably the most important aspect. So, that's why I'd recommend. Well, one thing I forgot to mention, because I, I did say there was a bit of a danger. There is also a danger of being a little bit overconfident. Doss, would that be fair to say? For sure. There's been... Yeah. Th- now, overconfidence can be can be a real warning sign, yeah. I guess, when it comes to how you look. And <laughs> well, I, I, I think I, when you were like 18-ish, 18, 19, as I keep saying. Be careful here, please. I'll be, I'll be... Okay, yeah. I'll be careful. But... Something that you used to love. You used to really love it. You used to tell us about it too. You just said, mate, I just love when girls say, you're so muscly. Can I, yeah, can I just touch your biceps? <laughs> I don't reckon they would have said, touch my biceps. But did they? You used to get off on that, mate. You used to actually say, I just love it. I just love it. It makes me... I can imagine... Yeah. I, well... I, I, yeah, I probably can't deny it. Can I? It's... 
I do. I would used to like it when people would say, you know, geez, you look, geez, your muscles are popping through that top. Exactly. But the funny thing was, you used to God. love relaying that message back to us. You're like, God, oh, she said this, or he said this, or look at this photo of me, blah, blah, blah. Well, mate, you can't talk. Look at you. Since you've bloody come onto the scene of peak physique, you know, you've. Look at your bright orange jumper, which, mind you, you wore it last week too. So, wash that, by the way. Um, you've you've gone for the fake tan. You've How often do you tan yourself? <laughs> how many how many times a week? Well, it depends, mate. It depends. Again, it's how you feel. So, you, li- you get a good balance. Well, you, like about the, twice, well, you like the fake tan. Yeah, but that's... Deny, confirm or deny. Okay. Waxing of legs. Yeah, I've waxed my legs. Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with that. Most people do. Well, you love the way your legs look. They make them. They make them look more muscly. Well, that's part of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to deny, mate. But but you've been there too, mate. Yeah, you've been there too. I've seen you really some of these flog haircuts and, oh. and then, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, and the Instagram stories, and it'd be like this pout, this real confident wrestler <laughs> style pout, and it would be like fresh. We are roasting trim. each other. Fresh, fresh trim. Mate, that is, and we'd actually text you back in the day when you were single, and we'd actually say, "Mate, it's just directed at females." And you'd be like, "Yeah, to be honest, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, you idiot! But is that, it's, mate? All right, confirm. Yeah, no, know. that's true. It's I can. Mate, I get called out on it all the time too. Yeah, like no. I put a post up, and it'll be like, and some of my mates will slide into my DMs and be like, "Look, girls, I have Your a post- dog. Look, girls, I can speak Spanish. Look, girls, look, blah, girls, blah, I have blah. a dog, and I have my top off in the photo." Yeah. Like, one of the floggers things I ever did, mate, was I went running with Danger. Danger's my dog. Actually, if you want to get fit, get a big dog and run them. Like, that's a really good way to do it. But I used to go running with the dog. I used to wear just, just footy shorts, shirt off, bright red shoes, blonde, blonde. The peacock hair. haircut, yeah. <laughs> and, and the dog. So that's probably the floggers thing I ever did. And Doss in the clubs too back in the day. Really loved himself. Yeah. He used to love to sort of just sort of... And I understand you sort of go away from the boys a bit and just make your sort of presence known. And yeah, I guess so. So young young males that are sort of going through that, we we tend to refer back to the young males, don't we? Well, if you're fifteen, sixteen, all we're saying is don't wait, get started <laughs> now because you'll reap the rewards when you're a little <laughs> bit older. That's what we're saying. Yeah, gosh. God, we sound like flogs. We do. We've just ruined an hour of content because that was that was a really good podcast. Actually. Yeah, but now, but now everyone's thinking... You've damaged my reputation. Well, everyone was thinking for an hour, thinking these are really good, decent blokes, and now they're thinking tosses. Probably. <laughs> Stuck up. <laughs> no, but it was good, I guess. We're tongue-in-cheek. Tongue-in-cheek. Um, That's part of it. You get a lot of tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> That's a joke. No, but I I really love talking about it, and I yeah. like as you can probably hear us, we're passionate about it. Um and for us to be able to express it, like some of those things to share, I've never shared. So yeah, same with um, you. It's really nice to be able to do that. Um, yeah, mate, that raw vulnerability. Well, it's really what the show's about, isn't it? Definitely. It's that's probably a good way to actually kick off the first real episode, and hopefully that's impacted some people. In, well, it's in what some it's way. probably done as well, mate. It's like that being that first episode. It's given everyone, you know, we've been as vulnerable and honest uh, about some of our, you know, our stories within ourselves. People are going. You know, hopefully we can gain some trust from the audience. <laughs> exactly, mate. It's a very good way to put it. Well, is that about us done? I reckon it's done, mate. Well, yeah. mate, I think well, probably your time to shine and uh, give the socials a plug. Well, the 
Uh, Dawson D Instagram page is up and running now. Uh, we currently have zero followers. Actually, one follower. I think it's me. Uh, my personal page. But um, I don't would, even follow it yet. Would really appreciate it if everyone jumped on there. So it's uh, Dawson D underscore. Unfortunately, uh, Dawson D on its own was taken. We will buy them out very very quickly. <laughs> but uh, also too, if you could like, no, not like. Uh, if you could review on iTunes this podcast, just say something funny. Say that you know. You were dealing with um, some really personal things and then you heard this and your life just changed instantly and, and give us a five-star review and so other people and subscribe. Can yeah. Absolutely subscribe. So, mate, that's, I think that's about it. All right. Beautiful. We'll see you all at the next episode. <laughs>